is Monsignor Schadel with the seven Sundays in honor of St. Joseph in this year of St. Joseph, meditating upon the seven sorrows and the seven joys of St. Joseph. This Sunday we come to the seventh or final Sunday in this devotion, and we meditate upon St. Joseph's sorrow when he lost the child Jesus, and then his joy in finding his divine foster son speaking to the doctors in the temple. Our scripture reference is from the second chapter of St. Luke's Gospel. Now Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of Passover, and when he was twelve years old, they went up according to the custom, and when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. But supposing him to be somewhere in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking after him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. He said to them, How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying which he spoke to them. On this final Sunday in honor of the seven sorrows and seven joys of St. Joseph, that scripture passage from St. Luke, the end of the second chapter of his gospel, it's the final time in scripture that St. Joseph appears. Jesus is 12 years old. He was lost. But Mary and Joseph find him sitting among the teachers in the temple. Now the next chapter in Luke's gospel will find our Lord as an adult. He's preparing for his public ministry, preparing to be baptized by his cousin John the Baptist. The church has always presumed then that the foster father of our Lord died sometime before our Lord turned 30 years old. St. Joseph died not alone, but the way any one of us would want to die, with Jesus and Mary at our side. Imagine that death scene. Years previous, Joseph was frantic with fear because Jesus was only 12 years old. He thought he had lost him. He and Mary could not rest until they found him. Joseph would have resolved never to lose our Lord again. Jesus must have been there with his mother Mary when St. Joseph died. And so no wonder we call St. Joseph the patron of a happy death. One time there was a woman who had been diagnosed with a terminal illness. She had been given less than a month to live. In the process of getting things in order, she asked her pastor to come to her home to plan her funeral. They discussed the scripture readings, the songs, even what dress she would be buried in. She gave the priest her mother's precious pearl rosary to place in her hands in the casket. And as he prepared to leave, the woman suddenly remembered something very significant. Father, this is very important. I want to be buried with a fork in my right hand. Well, the pastor stood there looking at the woman. He didn't know quite what to say. 
She smiled. That surprises you, doesn't it? The priest replied, well, to be honest, I am puzzled. Why in the world would you want to be buried with a fork in your right hand? The woman explained, Father, ever since I was a child at my grandmother's table, in all my years of attending church socials or fish fries, picnics, I always remember that when the dishes of the main course were being cleared, someone would always say, keep your fork. It was my favorite part, keep your fork. I knew then that something better was coming, a dessert like chocolate cake or deep dish apple pie, something wonderful, something with substance. And so I, I just want people to see me there in that casket with a fork in my hand. I want them to wonder, what's with a fork? And then I want you to tell them, keep your fork, the best is yet to come. Well, the pastor's eyes welled up with tears as he hugged the woman goodbye. He knew this would likely be the last time that he would see her before she died. But he also knew that the woman had a better grasp of heaven than even he did. She knew that something better was coming. That was the simple faith of St. Joseph. He came to realize over the years that the happy, uncomplicated life of the Holy Family at Nazareth was not all there is. Even that life was not without its problems. But he knew that if he never again lost our Lord, the best was yet to come. With Jesus and his mother Mary at his side, St. Joseph slipped from this life into the next, the grace of a happy death, happy because the best was yet to come. Next Friday, March 19th, is the Feast of St. Joseph. When I was pastor at Holy Rosary Parish downtown, the Italian parish of Indianapolis, we always celebrated the Feast of St. Joseph with an Italian tradition, St. Joseph's Table. St. Joseph's Table is an amazing, delicious choice of Italian cheeses, meats, desserts, delicacies. It was on a Sunday, so we could eat them all, even during Lent. And so, as you enjoy any delicious feast, in fact, at any meal, every time you reach down for your fork, be reminded ever so gently that the best is yet to come. Keep your fork. Keep close to Jesus and Mary, as St. Joseph did. Pray to St. Joseph for the grace of a happy death with Jesus and Mary at our side. It's even better than keeping your fork. It's a guarantee that, yes, the best is yet to come. Now we invite once again our friend, Father Donald Calloway, the author of the book, The 33 Days of Consecration to St. Joseph. We ask Father Calloway to lead us in the litany of St. Joseph and give us his priestly blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. 
Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Noble offspring of David, pray for us. Light of patriarchs, pray for us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray for us. Chaste guardian of the Virgin, pray for us. Foster father of the Son of God, pray for us. Zealous defender of Christ, pray for us. Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph most just, pray for us. Joseph most chaste, pray for us. Joseph most prudent, pray for us. Joseph most courageous, pray for us. Joseph most obedient, pray for us. Joseph most faithful, pray for us. Mirror of patience, pray for us. Lover of poverty, pray for us. Model of workmen, pray for us. Glory of domestic life, pray for us. Guardian of virgins, pray for us. Pillar of families, pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, Pray for us. Terror of demons. Pray for us. Protector of the Holy Church. Pray for us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence chose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your your spirit. spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. And let's continue to trust in the providence which, so far, has never failed us.